And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hello, Grinders, and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down the games for you guys. Uh, Dan Bach, he's getting together that college football content. If you guys haven't heard, you know, college football's back, and uh, we got a, um, in the marketplace. It should be up either today or tomorrow. It's, it's coming soon. Uh, we got a premium product that's coming. So uh, if you guys are, you know, big college football fans, or even if you're not a big fan and you're looking for a new DFS, DFS sport to get into, guys, you got to check out college football. It's one of my favorites to play. I uh, can't wait for uh, this product to come out. It's going to be an awesome premium product with a lot of the uh, old school college football guys who used to do the uh, content around the industry. So uh, check that out. It's going to be absolutely awesome. I'm sure that's why I'm uh, here back on a Wednesday while uh, DB is getting that all together for you guys. So uh, check that out. It's in the marketplace uh, over here on Roto Grinders. But we got a little bit of a nice slate here today. Uh, you know, I I don't like the pitching as much as normal, but hey, uh, it's still a pretty decent slate overall. There's enough games where I'm definitely interested in playing it, and I think, uh, you know, we should have some interest in looking at it and diving in deeper. So let's kind of get started. First game up, we have the Washington Nationals. We have the Philadelphia Phillies. This is a 9.5 total, and uh, this is a game of two pitchers that have, uh, you know, nice names, but man, uh, you see a 9.5 total and you're kind of shocked, right? Gio Gonzalez, Jake Arrieta. You see those names, you think, oh, those are pretty... Uh, you know, solid pitchers, but Vegas is disagreeing here, especially with the weather environment we have here, 90 degrees in Philadelphia, which is a band box. The wind is blowing out 10 miles an hour. And uh, yeah, I mean, Vegas has it at a nine and a half total and Gio Gonzalez, let's talk about him first. Gio is a guy who can have his struggles, right? He can have a ton of walk issues. That's something that, that he's definitely struggled with in the past. Uh, you know, his, the controls has been a huge issue. And I'm pulling it up now to see if Gio has a, you know, a pitcher's umpire or not. Because that's big with him, I feel like, with the walks that he can have. Gio got a uh, pitcher's umpire. So that's obviously going to play in his favor a little bit. So that's good to see if you want to play Gio. But I'm not going to be playing Gio. I'm really looking more at some of these Phillies bats. And some of the bats I'm looking at here are Wilson Ramos, who crushes lefties. Uh, Reese Hoskins, who crushes left-handed pitching. Uh, Cesar Hernandez, where you can get him for a cheap price. Like, Fandle 2-9 is a pretty good price tag on him. Uh, DraftKings 4-2 is kind of pricey. But Hoskins, Cabrera, and Ramos, and even, like, Santana, like, that little, like, you know, start of the order there is where I'm really interested. That that 2-3-4 is a great mini stack uh, on this slate. I, I love this team, and I think there are guys you can get interest in cash games too. Like Hoskins is someone I'm going to look to in cash games where you have to play a catcher. I'm looking at Wilson Ramos as a cash option, and where you can get Astrubal Cabrera really cheap. He's only two six on Fanduel. I think he's a phenomenal cash game option over there. So, like those guys, I think the Phillies are an interesting stack. We know how much of a boom bust offense they can be. Their implied run total is at four point nine eight. I think the Phillies offense is a really good tournament option too on this slate. 
Let's move on over now and talk about Jake Arrieta. And if you look at some of the advanced numbers on him, he's keeping the fly balls down. Uh, you know, he's kept the Woba down. It's down like 23, uh, 23% from what it was. The CXO was down. The ISO is down 20. Uh, he's been doing a really good job uh, in the past 30 days. And I think Arietta, he's not a guy I love playing on this slate. Again, the pitching is not the greatest. So uh, we're looking for guys to play. So I get you could play him, but I'm not in the business of targeting the Nationals offense. It feels like more of a spot where instead of playing Arietta or playing the Nationals offense, I'm just doing my best to stay away from Arietta and stay away from the Nationals offense. That's kind of how I feel at this moment. Uh, I think that's the best route to take. So that's what I'm going to do. Uh, not really looking to play Arietta and not really looking to play the Nationals offense. Just mainly looking at the Phillies bats here against Geo because I think there's some really good, uh, you know, righty, righties that could crush left-handed pitching in this spot. Next game up, we got the Toronto Blue Jays. Baltimore Orioles is in nine total here with Ryan Baruki against Alex Cobb. And I mean, these are two pitchers that we can definitely target up. Vegas agrees. There's a nine total here. Uh, let's talk about Baruki first. He's going up against this Orioles team who, yeah, they're hitting the ball pretty well recently. Uh, and I'm looking at some of these righties like Trey Mancini, who's just been you know, hitting the cover off the ball. I have interest in him. Adam Jones, he's perfectly fine. He has a nice price around the industry. Uh, Tim Beckham, where you can get him cheap, like FanDuel 2-3, if he uh, you know helps right out of stack uh, you know, in the six hole. I don't hate it. Uh, if we do get Craig Gentry at the top of the order, again, he's another guy that was way too cheap around the industry on FanDuel DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. I think he's someone that you can consider as well. So, uh, but kind of have to see what lineup they end up putting out there. But I think the Orioles are a pretty good stack today. Uh, they're definitely a team that's hitting the ball very well right now, and uh, it's rare that they're hitting the ball well. So if you uh, you know have been making money with the Orioles, I had a little Orioles uh, mini stack yesterday and it did me well. So uh, I'll probably go back to the well on uh, a little bit of a stack with the Orioles because uh, they're hitting the ball pretty well, and I want to kind of ride out the hot streak of the Orioles right now for their cheap price tags now let's talk about the toronto side of the ball against alex cobb who's been really good recently uh it's kind of making me think i want to stay away from the blue jays a little bit because like i said cobb has just been like really good surprisingly uh don't know what's up with him but like the woba has been down uh since the all-star break i saw someone tweet this out like before the all-star break his woba uh i believe it was 360 and then since the all-star break it's been like 260 so he's brought it down that much that's absolutely insane to think uh, so Alex Cobb, I just think I'm staying away from at this time in this uh, Blue Jays matchup or I mean, sorry, I should say I'm staying away from the Blue Jays bats against Alex Cobb here, surprisingly, because normally when I play Blue Jays bats, I like to play them against a left handed pitcher rather than a righty. So uh, looking at some of the guys I'd play, maybe I'd play Brett McKinney just because he's like an interesting value towards the top. And he's not a Blue Jay that has been in the lineup often. So that's kind of a guy that maybe sticks out that I might play or like a Justin Smoker or Mor Morales, but I don't want to pay that price for Morales. So it's really looking at maybe McKinney and Smoke as value plays that I maybe throw in there against Cobb. And that's it. Because again, when I I like to take the uh, Blue Jays bats. I like to take them against a left-handed pitcher rather than the righty. So I think Cobb's going to be a decent tournament option. It just depends on his price around the industry. And 6-4 on DraftKings, Fantasy Draft, 12-9. Uh, those are pretty nice price tags. So I kind of like him as a little bit of an SP2 option on this slate because, again, uh, I'll talk about it as we keep going through. These starting pitchers on this slate are not very good. Let's move on to the next one. We got the Chicago White Sox, New York Yankees, nine and a half total here with Ronaldo Lopez and CeCe Sabathia. And uh, yeah, we saw CeCe Sabathia last time out against this team. What did he do? Put up like 12 strikeouts? Uh, I do think CeCe Sabathia is a guy at his price. He's 8-2 on FanDuel, 8-9 on DraftKings, and 16.7K on Fantasy Draft. I think he's someone that we have to have some kind of interest in in this matchup. 
The slate is not the greatest for pitchers. It just seems like a spot where I can like talk myself on CC Sabathia as being like a really good play because again, this White Sox offense not as great. They're also missing uh, Jose Abreu. Sure, it is a nice ballpark upgrade for the White Sox, and there are some good righties in this lineup that can give them fits. But there are some righties that strike out a ton. The strikeout rate is really high on the White Sox. I think this is a spot where we have to have some interest in a guy like CC Sabathia. So uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like uh, a guy normally like the you know. Suggest, but he's been pretty good this year. 4.33 x FIP, the K percentage at 21%, walk rate at uh, 7.9%, but he's kept the ISO down enough. Uh, 153 against righties and against lefties, 131, and that's what we worry about with uh, a team like the White Sox. So I think CC Sabathia is a guy we can target up. And like I said, the strikeout percentage on this team, it's at 25% with the uh, White Sox. So I do think that we need to just look to target him up. Uh, CC Sabathia is going to be a guy that I look for in cash games and in tournaments on this slate, surprisingly. Looking at the next option, Ronaldo Lopez. Uh, he's a guy that I'm not going to play here. Uh, I know he had a good last outing against the Yankees, and the Yankees offense has not been as good, but I am not going to be playing Ronaldo Lopez. I will pass on him. Uh, he is just not a that great of a pitcher. He's been horrible this year, and I'm just going to chalk it up to luck the last time he was out there. Since I don't like Ronaldo Lopez, I have to like some bats, right? So what bats am I going to like? I think Giancarlo Stanton, he obviously sticks up off the page. Him, Aaron Hicks, like... Uh, Gardner, that whole one through four is is a nice option. And then kind of picking guys out. Like if you want to go back to Luke Voigt, who's been hitting the ball well, I don't hate it. Uh, if he's going to be popular, I think he's a way to be different with your Yankee stack to take him out of there and not play him. So uh, if he's sitting in that five hole, I could see maybe getting off a little bit. I kind of like Greg Bird a little more. I'm kind of leaning Bird over Voigt. And I hope he kind of stays in that seven hole because if that's the case, I kind of like going Bird instead in uh, tournaments rather than Voigt. So if we can get Voigt in the five hole, we'll get lower owned Greg Bird. If Greg Bird moves over to five, then what do you know? Uh, Greg Bird's going to be the higher owned guy. That's just going to be how it goes. So uh, like like kind of seeing Bird in that seven hole, I kind of hope he stays here because I think he's got a good shot at hitting one out. Uh, Glaber Torres, he's fine too if you want to spend that money on him. If you have the money to spend on him, I think he's a good play, but uh, I don't know if I'm going to have the money to spend up on him in this spot. So uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's about it on the Yankee side. Again, uh, I, I like the you know the one the one through four is where you're really mainly looking at for your cash games if you can get exposure to them there, and then you're just finding ways to be different with the bottom of the order because they have a six implied total. I'm sure people will be all over the Yankees on this slate. Next game up, Milwaukee Brewers, Cincinnati Reds. This is a nine total here with Freddie Peralta and Matt Harvey on the mound. And yeah, you look at Matt Harvey and you see the 4.89 implied total and you say, hey, this is a phenomenal spot for Brewers bats too in this small ballpark. This is a really elite Brewers offense right now. Uh, you know, Yellich, Shaw, Moustakis, those lefties are all phenomenal options. If I'm playing the Brewers, I'm making sure to get exposure to those guys. I like them a lot. And then of course, Braun, Aguiar, and Kane, they're all good options. Uh, you know, if I'm playing five of them, I just have to leave one off. That's kind of how I'll go with it. Uh, I probably won't play uh, Shop and uh, Pena as much. Uh, I, I just don't like playing them at playing them too much if i played any of them it'd probably be shut but uh it's, this is a really elite lineup right now and matt harvey is a guy that you know earlier in the season once he got to the reds he was doing a really good job and getting it done but i think this is a spot where he could really have some struggles against the brewers so i like this offense this is a team that i definitely would want to be overweight on in tournaments on this slate 
Next one up, uh, let's talk about the red side of the ball against Freddie Peralta. Because, again, this is a ballpark that does not play as well uh, for pitchers. But Freddie Peralta is, you know, a pretty talented pitcher on this slate and someone that I think we should have some type of interest in. Uh, looking at the numbers on Peralta, the exits at 4.42, walk rate at 13.4%. Those are not things I'm, I'm excited about, right? Especially the walks. That's something that concerns me against a team that uh, walks the third most in the league. Obviously, taking Votto out of that lineup will kind of change where they stand because Votto walks a ton but it's still a team that's pretty patient at the plate so that has me concerned i do like those seeing the 30.4k percentage and thinking that there is a ton of upside in tournaments here with peralta he's 8.7k on fanduel on DraftKings you get him at 9.7k and fantasy draft 18.5k again it's not a slate i like pitching that much but if i am paying up i kind of like peralta a little bit here as an option in tournaments i just think the upside is really, really high. Uh, that's the reason to go for him. So Freddie Peralta, he's you know on my list of tournament pitchers that I want to get some exposure to. Uh, I don't think he's a guy I'm gonna, I'd end up going in cash, but I think he's a guy that I definitely would uh, be, definitely would be looking at as a uh, you know tournament option that has a lot of upside on this slate. Next game up, we have the Minnesota Twins, Cleveland Indians. This is a 10 total here with Cole Stewart against Adam Plutko. And this is going to be a game where I think a lot of runs are scored on the Twins side of the ball and the Indians. First of all, Cole Stewart, he is going to get hit up hard by this Indians offense. We got Lindor, Brantley, Jose Ramirez, E5, uh, Alonzo, Cabrera, up and down this lineup. I mean, that one through... One through seven, even the one through eight is phenomenal. Greg Allen, I don't really care for, but if you wanted to throw him in as a cheap guy, last guy in, I don't hate it. But uh, yeah, I'm mainly looking at like that one through four, obviously, like most people do with the Indians. Uh, this is a great lineup. I definitely think you want to get some Indians exposure on this slate. They have a 5.69 implied total, expecting them to hit up Stewart pretty hard. On the opposite side, Plutko, he's not a good pitcher either. Uh, he's a guy that's definitely had some struggles throughout the year. I think that we can definitely target him up. Uh, pulling up the numbers now on uh, Plutko, you know, 5.72 xFIP, K percentage at 17.8%, walk rate at 7.8%. Similar to Stewart, right? Stewart's numbers are not good either. 5.76 xFIP, K percentage at 15%, walk rate at 11.7%. Uh, his Woba, he's getting hit. Uh, Stewart's getting hit over 368 against lefties, and he's at 476 against righties. It's a very small sample, though, uh, for him. It's like, you know, 32 plate appearances against lefty and 28 against righties. And if you look at Plutko, he's had some struggles too this year. And really his main struggles have been uh, against lefty. Sure, he struggled against righties with a 239 Woba, but a 194 ISO. So he's definitely giving up some power against righties. But against lefties, 337 ISO and a 454 Woba. I mean, this guy is getting crushed. Getting hit by 40% hard rate too by lefties. This is a spot where I think this Twins lefty stack is really interesting. Hey, maybe even Joe Maurer could hit one out of this park because again uh, Cleveland's a very good hitters ballpark but love Eddie Rosario I think he's a phenomenal candidate to hit one out tonight uh, like Polanco if you force me to play a righty on the twins it's probably Sano because Sano he's he's just a really good hitter in general really like Max Kepler though towards the bottom of the line I think Max Kepler is a way you can be different that I actually like and think has a good shot at hitting one out too so uh, like Kepler uh, Kepler Rosario Polanco those are three guys I really like I'd probably put Sano in this stack there because he's probably gonna be in the five hole so you you know want to get like the three four five six stack and then uh, i find a way to add in another guy maybe it'd be like jake cave in the eight hole 
is a way to be different. But uh, those four, Rosario, Polanco, Sano, and Kepler, I think they're all cash game options, and I think they're all guys you can consider as like really good tournament stack on this slate. And uh, like I said, I love the Indians offense. They're always a good play. It's just a matter if you have the money to spend up on them. And with the way that, with the way the pitching is on this slate, I think this is a, a decent slate where you can uh, spend up on some bats and you'll be able to get some Indians bats in your lineup. Next game up, we got the Tampa Bay Rays, Atlanta Braves. This is an eight and a half total with Diego Castillo against Sean Newcomb. And uh, first thoughts looking at this one is Sean Newcomb is the guy you want to be playing on this slate. He's the cash game option, the probably the highest owned pitcher, I'm assuming, on this slate. He gets a Rays offense, which, uh, you know, it's not the greatest, right? It definitely has some guys in the lineup that, you know, you're not excited to go up against. But I do think this is a good spot for Newcomb. Uh, you know, looking at, the, uh, looking at the price on him too, 8-3 on Fandle is really cheap. 9.2k on DraftKings is a nice price uh, for at least this. I mean, for this day, he's expensive technically compared to the other pitchers, but uh, I still think it's a good price on Newcomb for the matchup. And then 17.8k on Fantasy Draft. I just think you have to like Sean Newcomb a little bit here. He's a guy that I'm considering on this slate. He's probably going to be my number one pitcher right now. So uh, give me some Sean Newcomb. Like him a lot here in this matchup against uh, the Rays. So I won't be playing any Rays bats. I will pass on those guys. But uh, looking at the Braves side of the ball against Diego Castillo, Again, kind of going to be more of a bullpen type game. I just don't think I need to be playing uh, too many Braves bats here. Uh, I like a lot of bats on this slate. Already talked about some that I like. You know, these last two games, I gushed over some bats. You know, talked about like in the Yankees. Like, I feel like every game I've talked about, I've had some bats I've liked. So I think this is going to be my first game where I'm just saying, no thanks, no bats for me in this one. I'm going to pass on all the bats. Uh, not saying I, you know, love Castillo and this Rays uh, pitching staff, but they just, these this whole bullpen game type thing that they do and just not letting guys go for the third time through the lineup is obviously a concern. Uh, I just don't think I needed to be going this route. So no. No bats for me in this game. Let's just move right to the next one. We got a great game too here. Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers, Texas Rangers, 10 total with Alex Wood and Mike Miner. And uh, again, going to be a similar situation to Walker Bueller like yesterday. Uh, I'm just not going to really target Walker Bueller, so I'm not going to be playing any of these Rangers bats. Uh, I just don't think it's too necessary on this slate. So I'm not going to play Alex Wood because he's in that 94 degree weather in Texas. I think he will get hit up a little bit, but I don't think he'll get hit up enough where you want to stack up the Rangers. So I'm going to scratch off all the Rangers on this slate. No need for me to play them here in this spot. On the opposite side, I kind of want to talk about Mike Miner a little bit because Mike Miner, he is not as bad as people think, right? Uh, and if if he was like this absolute gas can like people thought, uh, I think you'd be seeing an implied total for the Dodgers above, you know, six, but it's not above six, right? Uh, it's still pretty respectable at 5.48. Again, 5.48 is really high, but what we saw yesterday was insane, right? When we saw an absolute gas can out there, we saw like a 6.6 total on the Dodgers. Uh, so he's at 5.48. I do expect runs to be scored here uh, for the Dodgers offense. I love the Dodgers offense in this spot. But if they are super chalky, I could understand maybe not playing them as much. Uh, just because, uh, you know, Mike Miner, again, he finds a way to get it done more than you'd think. Look at the numbers. 4.78 exit, K percentage at 19.8%. One thing that's worth noting is his walk percentage is only 5.3%. When I do like to attack my pitchers, I like them to have, you know, a, a really bad walk rate because they're just putting guys on. And then, uh, you know, when my one guy hits the home run, he just brings everyone in. Obviously, that correlation is great. But uh, I do think that there's some good Dodgers bats to, you know, get some exposure to here. Uh, so don't want to obviously ignore it. Uh, it's too good of a spot. 
uh, for Dodgers. You know, just this offense is elite. It's in too good of a hitting environment. So we have to like them here in this spot for sure. So uh, looking at this team now, uh, let's kind of see what we want to do with the lineup. Uh, let's go on FanDuel first. Uh, Brian Dozier is only 3-3. Matt Kemp is 3K. Uh, those are really nice price tags on those guys. I'm definitely looking to spend up on Justin Turner and Machado. They're very good spend up options. Uh, up and down this lineup, it's really good. If we get Bellinger in there at 3-9, I think he's good. Uh, I don't really, I mean, yeah, it's a lefty, so I'm sure Kiki Hernandez could have a good outing, uh, but I don't really want to play Kiki Hernandez and his like couple of at-bats when he gets switched out for Jock Peterson, because that normally happens. Uh, so I'd rather probably play Chris Taylor instead if he's in the lineup right behind him. Uh, if you force me to pick like between like the six through nine, where am I going to go? Uh, uh, I'm probably liking like Taylor or maybe like Austin Barnes. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's not the greatest. I'm really looking at that one through uh, five and just loading up on it. But again, you do have to find a way to be different with your Dodgers stack. So, um, yeah, I'm just trying to think like on FanDuel probably, you know what I do on FanDuel? I'd probably end up going with, uh, I'd probably end up going with Austin Barnes at 2-2 just because the salary relief uh, if you force me to pick. But if I'm playing FanDuel, you you can only play up to max four Dodgers, and I want one of this one through five. So I'm just going to play four of them. So that kind of figure out figures out FanDuel well. Let's figure out DraftKings now. If I'm stacking them up, uh, you know, obviously Dozier, Justin Turner, Machado, Kemp, I think all four of those guys I'm playing. And then I just have to pick, uh, am I playing Bellinger, Hernandez, Taylor, Puig or Barnes how am I kind of being different with it and I'm probably I hate playing catcher so I'm probably just sliding in Austin Barnes it's also a wraparound stack too it's a cheap salary so I'll, I'll end up taking the nine one two three and four that's kind of how I'll do uh that on FanDuel and you know what I'll probably do the same thing on fantasy draft you know why the salary relief of Austin Barnes 6.5k is nice and hey people are not going to play him as much in this spot right people just don't want to play Austin Barnes they don't want to play a catcher but I'm doing it more so for salary relief right to help me get in some other bigger bats on the slate so uh, that's kind of the route I think I'm going to go. Uh, I, I think I like it. Sure, uh, I get it. Austin Barnes, he's not the uh, greatest in the world. And he could turn into his Monty Grandal at times. But hey, um, it's salary relief. That's kind of how I'm looking at it there. Um, so yeah, that kind of wraps up that one. If you if you don't want to go that one, you don't feel comfortable, I'll end up going with Pui because of the power he has. I think that's where I'll go. But that wraps up that game. Definitely get some exposure to Dodgers bats in your cash games. Uh, let's kind of go and talk about the next one. We got the Pittsburgh Pirates, the St. Louis Cardinals. This is an eight total here with Trevor Williams and Miles Mikolas. And uh, Mikolas, again, he is a really good pitcher. Uh, he's a guy that doesn't get a ton of strikeouts, but this feels like a slate that fits him well, right? Uh, we don't love the pitching as much on this slate. Uh, if you want a guy that'll just get it done for a decent price, uh, Miles Mikolas is your guy. And uh, his price tag around the industry is nice, 7.7K on FanDuel. DraftKings 7.8k and then uh, Fantasy Draft 15.4k. If he was priced in like that 9k range on DraftKings, I wouldn't like him as much. But we're getting enough discount here where I feel like I can sacrifice some of like the you know Ks that he's not getting for just efficient uh, pitching against a Pirates offense. So I like Mikolas a little bit here. I think he's a pretty solid option that you could be considering. And I'm not going to play any Pirates bats. Haven't targeted Mikolas all season long. Uh, you know with bats not going to start now. Like the Mikolas side more than the Pirates side of the ball. Let's talk about the Cardinals now. Uh, they have a four point four or five implied total they get trevor williams uh this is a spot where i'm just mainly thinking I'm gonna look at the lefties right i'll maybe take a matt carpenter uh matt adams and like a tyler o'neill if you, if you force me to do a mini stack uh i'll probably play carpenter adams and o'neill because o'neill he just has great power against righties uh matt adams has been crushing uh you know right-handed pitching throughout his career same with matt carpenter he crushes everyone he doesn't care i think those are my three favorite cardinals bats in this games and those are the guys that i would really look to target so it's carpenter adams and o'neill as a nice mini stack for me on the Cardinals and guys that I would consider as one-offs if I for if you force me to pick some Cardinals bats on this slate. 
Last game of the slate, we got the Arizona Diamondbacks. We got the San Francisco Giants. This is a 7.5 total in San Francisco with Zach Godley against Derek Rodriguez. And, uh, yeah, Zach Godley, you know, this is a game where you see him in this spot and you think, man, like, this is a perfect situation for him against a not-so-great San Francisco Giants offense uh, in this really good ballpark. This would be a spot where Godley would be great. Look at the numbers. Exit is 3.98. K percentage is 24%. The walks are definitely a concern, though, a little bit, right? Uh, he's walking batters at a 10% rate. Uh, that's obviously something that you can be concerned about, but again, uh, against not, a not-so-great Giants offense, I do think, uh, you know, he could do pretty well. If you look at some of the advanced numbers on him, though, there are some worries, right? The hard contact uh, is a problem at 7. 4% increase uh, in the past 30 days. So that's obviously something to be a little concerned about. CX Woba is up too. So he's getting hit a little bit harder, but his, his K percentage is up too though, right? That's something that obviously like it's up from 25.1% to 28.7%. Uh, and and uh, the walks are down too in the last 30 days, right? From 9.2% to 5.4%. So uh, Godley's a guy I think I'm going to consider. He's a guy I like it a little bit in cash games. Again, he's not the most comfortable roster. He's 9K on FanDuel. He's 8.6K on DraftKings. And he's 16.9K on uh, Fantasy Draft. I think Zach Godley's a really good option that you, you can consider in cash games and should be considering uh, in tournaments as well. So like Zach Godley on this slate, uh, you know, Vegas agrees. 3.66 implied total for the Giants. And this is not a great Giants offense. So Zach Godley should be on our, ra our radar and someone that we, we are considering. On the opposite side, Derek Rodriguez, I don't know. I just, I have not played him all year. Uh, maybe it's just one of those things I'm just ignoring him and should not, but like the numbers are not the greatest. 4.28 XFIP is fine. K percentage 20.1%. Uh, walk rate at 6.4%. I mean, that's all fine. Uh, you know, he's keep, kept the ISO down. He's pitching in a good park. I don't want to target up the, the Diamondbacks too much, uh, and I just don't want to pay that price on uh, Rodriguez, right? Uh, you know, 9.3K on FanDuel, DraftKings 9.5K, and Fantasy Draft 18.4K. I just don't think he has the K upside compared to some other pitchers on this slate, so I'm going to end up passing on Rodriguez. I'm also going to pass on the Diamondbacks bats as well. I just don't think that they are too necessary to target on this slate. There's better bats. So uh, to summarize everything up, let's kind of go back. Uh, you know, cash game pitchers that I kind of sort of like. It's Godley and Nukem, I think, are the guys that stick out. And I love like them in tournaments, too. I think they're guys that uh, I definitely want to get a lot of exposure to. Uh, also, like CC Sabathia a little bit. He's probably on that next tier of cash game guys that I'm considering. Uh, you know, I don't love playing CC, but hey, he did have that really good outing last time against the White Sox. And just no Jose Abreu. Uh, there is some upside there for him. So like him uh, in tournaments, uh, a little bit in cash games, but more so in tournaments. Uh, talk about Alex Cobb. I like him a little bit too as an SB2. He's someone that I would definitely be considering on this slate. Love the upside of Peralta in tournaments. He's someone to consider as well. And Miles Mikolas. I think he's a really nice safe option as well. So, so, so those are some of the pitchers I like on this slate. Now let's go on and kind of discuss the bats one more time. Uh, you know, talked about the Yankees offense. I think that they're in a good spot against Lopez. Uh, you know, obviously you have to just kind of figure out what the ownership is going to be on them because man they have not been hitting the ball the greatest recently but they are definitely a uh, you know a top team on this slate to consider uh like the Orioles bats they've been hitting the ball well recently and kind of want to keep riding out that hot streak on them I think the Brewers offense is a really good uh, offense on this slate uh so like them too uh, I think that Twins and Indians game is one of, is my favorite game stack spot I think I like the bats a lot in that game so that's another one uh, I'm a fan of uh Dodgers bats like them a ton they're definitely gonna be a team I target uh like and then I, I think to wrap it up uh like a little mini stack of the Cardinals but not going full on stack with them but that kind of wraps up the slate for you guys thanks a lot for joining me here on the daily fantasy fix uh, i'll be back on friday i'm sure uh, dan he'll be back probably for you guys tomorrow on thursday and don't forget guys uh college football starts on thursday and like i said i talked about it it's in the marketplace 
probably coming, I'm hoping tomorrow or today. Uh, college football content will be out there. We got some great uh, minds that are going to be, you know, discussing it in there. So check out the college football content. But I got to get on out of here. I got some lineups to go make. So good luck in your contest tonight, and I'll see you guys later. The all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, what if? What if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? Introducing the all-new RAV4 Hybrid. 208 combined horsepower and standard all-wheel drive make it the most powerful RAV4. Plus, with its head-turning style and breakaway speed, it's bound to change the way you think of a hybrid. The all-new RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota. Let's go places. Horsepower. Ratings achieved using the required premium melodic gasoline with an octane rating of 91 or higher. Premium fuel is not used. Performance will decrease. The all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, what if? What if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? Introducing the all-new RAV4 Hybrid. 208 combined horsepower and standard all-wheel drive make it the most powerful RAV4. Plus, with its head-turning style and breakaway speed, it's bound to change the way you think of a hybrid. The all-new RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota. Let's go places. Horsepower. Ratings achieved using the required premium melodic gasoline with an octane rating of 91 or higher. Premium fuel is not used. Performance will decrease.